Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. This is my top five diehard movies ranked. Obviously, there's only five diehard movies, so I'm going to rank them from five to number one. Uh, recently rewatched all of the Die Hard movies. I had never seen the most recent one, A Good Day to Die Hard. Uh, so watch that one for the first time. But watch them all. I almost didn't watch them all. I almost just skipped because I recently watched one through three uh, not that long ago. So they're pretty fresh in my mind. But I decided I forced myself to watch all five of the Die Hard movies, obviously, because Bruce Willis... Uh, is no longer going to be acting. He retired from acting because of uh, he's diagnosed with aphasia, which when I first read it, I didn't realize what it actually was. And after reading, it's basically makes it impossible for you to communicate with people, to either understand communication coming at you, whether it's from people speaking or words on a page, uh, but also being able to communicate out. It is pretty tragic and uh, it's sad to see Bruce Willis, who is one of the biggest action stars, at least at one point, uh, kind of being taken out. And a, been in a great, a bunch of great movies in general. Uh, to see his career end that way is, is a bummer. Uh, but in, in homage to that, in, in his retirement, I wanted to go through his best franchise. I mean, one of the, the biggest franchises he's most known for, I would say. Uh, and rank them, which is something that I've wanted to do with the Die Hard movies anyway, so it, it works. And for those that aren't familiar with Die Hard, Bruce Willis plays John McClane, who's a New York cop. He's kind of the, the great thing about the first Die Hard movie is like it was the first time we saw like an average build guy as the action hero. Right. It wasn't your Arnold Schwarzenegger. It wasn't your Sylvester Stallone. It was a dude, balding, average body, not giant muscles, man on his own, rough and tumbled, taking on the world, in over his head. Uh, and and that, that aspect of it was change the game. I mean, you wouldn't have like a Jason Bourne. I mean, eventually you probably would have. But Jason Bourne would never have been cast by as matt damon would be cast as jason Bourne if not for die hard uh so anyway the first two movies it's primarily him on his own he, a lot of communications in these movies is over radio or walkie talkie uh the first two his buddy if those were a, a a buddy cop movie his buddy was on the other end of the radio for most of the movie in movies three through five they give him a buddy uh, which isn't necessarily a cop, but it is somebody that is going along the ride with him. Of course, he's always complaining about, you know, the situation. He's not supposed to be there, very much like Kevin Smith movies. I'm not even supposed to be here from Clerks, um, which Kevin Smith plays. It has a cameo in one of, uh, in, uh, one of the Die Hard movies. Uh, he's always, in every movie, John McClane is falling away from an explosion. Uh, there's always, not always, but in, in most of them, there's a helicopter that gets taken out. Uh, it, it's, it's a fun franchise. I, I really enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, 
I'll talk more in depth about each of the movies as I rank them, but let's get it started, shall we? Starting off with my number five favorite Die Hard movie, my least favorite Die Hard movie, some may say. And in this instance, it is my least favorite. It is by far, in my opinion, the worst Die Hard film. And that movie coming in at number five is A Good Day to Die Hard. This is a movie that came out in 2013. It is the last Die Hard film, unless they reboot it or have a spinoff with the franchise. But as far as Bruce Willis' involvement, uh, this will be his last. And it's not good. In this movie, he goes to Russia because his son, who is pretty absent from the entire franchise, we see his daughter in in the the movie previous to that, Uh, but in general, his kids are only in it as much as they are in a picture with him. So this one is about his son who is in some trouble in Russia. So this one takes place in Russia. And not only is his son the most kind of just generic white guy, they cast like attractive generic white guy as his son, the the setting of Russia is not very exciting like this movie and this movie is taking the idea which is something that a lot of action movies are doing especially nowadays uh it's something you saw in the fast and the furious franchise basically when you take these action movies and you turn them into superhero movies uh a good day to die hard is basically a superhero movie where john mcclain has not necessarily superpowers but has the ability to never really get hurt uh, he gets thrown through buildings and, and thrown off of helicopters and escaping explosions and really has little to no damage throughout. And it's kind of a bummer. It's, it's at least in this franchise, that it was a bummer of a movie, the, that last one. Uh, so much of it is just not that great. I mean, he's getting older. It was... I, I don't know. It just it, the storyline with his son. I didn't care about. I mean, like, it's cool that they remembered that he had a kid, you know, that there's a picture of him with two kids from the the either the first movie or the second movie. But it's like, OK, we didn't. I don't know. It just wasn't good. I, I really didn't like it. Uh, my least favorite, easily my least favorite of the entire franchise, uh, which is surprising because my opinions of certain movies changed after this rewatch. Uh, but this one, my first time watching it, and uh, one of the movies that I probably will never revisit. Like, if I watch this franchise again, I have no problem watching the other four. Like, I'll watch all the other four and then just stop watching and just skip this one. Because uh, I just didn't like it. Uh, but yeah, coming in at number five is A Good Day to Die Hard. Coming in at number four... <clears throat> is a movie that I didn't expect to be at number four until this most recent rewatch, and I had to put it at number four. I'm sure most people would expect it to be low on the list uh, because it's not... I mean, it's good, but it's it's very much like the movie that came before it. Uh, and that movie coming in at number four, my fourth favorite Die Hard film is Die Hard 2 which is basically Die Hard in in an airport. 
I still love this movie. I do. I really enjoy it. It's it's not great. It's not great because it is doing. It's almost like a remake of the first one, but in an airport. Uh, but that's fine. I don't mind. It's a movie that almost ends multiple times. Like there's, you think it's over, but then it's like, oh no, these terrorists are doing something else now. Uh, they make a plane. They change the the computer in a plane to like when they when they hold all the planes hostage. All these planes are like circling the airport. They're not allowed to land, and and to show that these these terrorists to show that they're serious, they they instruct one of the planes to land, but they change the the uh, the sea level of their of their of their their uh, instruments so that the plane crashes into the ground great scene the way it ends where he lights the the trail of uh, of gasoline that exploded the plane they can use that to land that was great the guy that he had on the radio that was helping him out a lot of fun another fun black you know kind of uh, character like all of the characters are really fun in in that in that movie in even the 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 police officer who's like all against you know John McClane doing his thing, and then they find out it, it's a great movie. It it is. It's a lot of fun. It gets a lot of shit, uh, but you know it's not the greatest. It's not. I. It's number four for a reason. It's fun to watch. Way better than a, a Good Day to Die Hard. I would say, like a Good Day to Die Hard. Also, a lot of bad CG. Like it it. A Good Day to Die Hard took on all the tropes, the action movie tropes that are just overdone and bad, uh, in my opinion. Uh, but Die Hard 2, I mean, it came out in 1990, which is how long after the first one? Die Hard came out in 88. Uh, so Die Hard 2, uh, only two years later. And uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And it's a movie that I, I've revisited every time I watch the franchise. I, it's, I don't skip it. I know there's people that skip it. I don't skip it. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, so coming in number four is Die Hard number two. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Now you can wear the many faces. Original art by Ray Taylor. Select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings. All products made with high quality materials made right here in the USA. Go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch to browse the entire collection and save yourself an extra 10% when you check out by using coupon code RTSTMF. So once again, go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now, back to our show. Moving on to my third favorite Die Hard film. This is a movie that I did not like when I first watched it. I hated it even. And I don't know why. Maybe it's just... Because it's it's had some time, uh, and it's not so fresh. I mean, when I watched it, it was it had recently come out, and I just wasn't feeling it. It changed it changed a little bit. You know, it's it's got a little bit of that superhero stuff, but not quite yet. Not quite to the level of the Good Day to Die Hard. But anyway, this one coming in at number three is Live Free or Die Hard, which is one that he where Bruce Willis is it's again he's matched up with somebody this time he's sent the fbi taps john mcclain it's like we got a special thing for you we need to go round up this this uh cyber nerd guy played by justin long 
and uh, you need to bring him in for us. And there's this huge, like the terrorists are using computers to take over and and do stuff, which when I first watched it, didn't like. Didn't like the premise. Uh, but in the rewatch, you know, with enough time uh, between, I mean, this one came out in 20, 2007. Uh, it was, you know... Uh, like I don't know I just it just rubbed me the wrong way for whatever reason I really didn't like it but on rewatch I was like man this one like my there were aspects of this one which were like man this one might be even higher than number three but then there's stuff that isn't that great towards the end but I mean there's a, a scene where he uses a car he drives a car through like a toll booth that's angled just right for it to to take out a helicopter which is a crazy scene the action scenes are great probably some of the best action scenes are in uh live free or die hard uh i really enjoyed that we also see his daughter just a small part uh mary elizabeth winstead uh, I believe is her name correct right 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 yeah mary elizabeth winstead who is great uh i would love to see if anybody would like to see a movie that has diehard vibes to it, you want to see an action star that has John McClane vibes to it, watch Mary Elizabeth Winstead in the movie Kate. It is an action movie. She is the lead. And there she is very much could easily. And I would love to see that. If they wanted to keep this, this franchise going, to have her take over this franchise. Because she is... A badass in that movie Kate uh, not a huge part of this one uh, there's towards the end she turns into just a crying girl which is kind of a bummer uh, when before she's kind of she has some uh, sh she's tough she's not just you know your stereotypical oh save me kind of a person but uh Justin Long is also great in this I mean in general I enjoy Justin Long but I thought he was a great kind of uh, match to team up with uh, Bruce Willis's character. Um, but yeah, some of the greatest stunts in this one and uh, a fun movie overall. The bad guy's great, uh, Timothy Oliphant. Uh, I thought, you know, he was great as the, the bad guy in this one. But uh, yeah, number three, Live Free or Die Hard. A movie that if I had just blindly ranked these, I would have put at four or five. But after the rewatch, it almost got even higher than three. But it settles in at number three. Moving on to my number two, my second favorite diehard film of all time. My number two is the one where it all started. That's right. The original Die Hard is coming in at number two. My second favorite. Now... I know people angry, but it started there. It changed things. It changed action movies. I know. I know. It's great. It's great. You got Hans Gruber. You got the classic scene of the, the, the watch being unclasped, and you see him fall to his death. I know. It's so good. It is a great movie, but it's not my favorite. Sorry. It's not my favorite. Uh, but I love it. It could easily be number one. I, I wouldn't argue with somebody that says it's number one, but it's at my number two. 
Uh, but yeah, it is great. The the uh, movie the the movies that made us documentary series that's on Netflix that goes back to like the old classic movies that we grew up on. Uh, there's one that they did on uh, this one, and it's it's fun to see the bloopers and things that they mis- they they made mistakes on, which I never would have noticed. Like one of them is like the the uh, the box truck that they all came in on, like the the opening when the the bad guys all get out of the box truck to kind of invade uh, Takanomi. What is it? What's the name of that? The uh, Nakatomi Plaza. Uh, they get out. And it's just an empty box truck with a bunch of people in it. But then later on in the movie, they had a van drive out of that same box truck. So there's a little bit of mist- a little bit of an issue there with the 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 writing. But I didn't. I've never noticed it. Like until somebody pointed it out, I never would have noticed it. Uh, and there's other little things here and there. But it's a great great action movie. It it changed things for action movies. Uh, I understand its its place in the history of film and its importance there, but it's not my number one. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspired Disorder plus so sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspired Disorder Plus member today. Uh, so without further ado, my number one, you, I mean, you can't not know what my number one is, but my favorite diehard film of all time is Die Hard with a Vengeance, the third film, obviously co-starring uh, Samuel L. Jackson. This is the first time in the franchise where he's teamed up. It's not somebody on the radio. You have Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson running all over New York with their like chickens with their heads cut off, trying to do all these crazy things that Simon says for them to do. Uh, the fact that Simon is the brother of Hans Gruber. I think he's the brother. Uh, seeking revenge on some level for the fact that John McClane killed him. I love that as well. I think it's just I think it's just a little bit better. A little bit a little bit better acting, a little bit better like the story is really fun cuz it's all around New York uh instead of just in a building. Samuel L. Jackson's character is amazing. The way they are introduced to each other, how Simon tells uh, John McClane to go out to uh, I forget what part what neighborhood it was but it's a a predominantly black neighborhood and tells him to put a sandwich board on, on that says I hate the n-word uh, and you know Samuel L. Jackson's character tries to save him and it's like they have a contentious relationship that they un- you know, eventually get respect for each other it's also crazy there's a scene where John McClane shoots a power line that that swings and hits a helicopter, takes the helicopter out of the the sky, which is kind of crazy. 
but started the whole attacking helicopters with crazy things in the franchise. Um, it's so good. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson is amazing. So the fact that he's in it makes it a plus. Uh, the fact that they're going all over. And there's, like, the the complexity to, like, the things that he wants them to do. I remember as a kid trying to solve, like, that, that water jug thing. This rewatch was the first time I ever conceptualized how to solve that water jug puzzle that Simon gives them. Um, but just so smart. So much of it is so smart. I had so much fun. Them trying to, them like doing this thing where it's like all, like all of these tasks that Simon gives them is just to keep them distracted so that they can go and steal all these, all the gold from Fort Knox. Loved it. Loved it so much. It's, I mean, it would have been number two, but I thought, I think it's better than the first one. You know, I think, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it just, I think it hits all of the marks perfectly and starts off great. Hot town, summer in the city, back of my neck getting dirty, gritty. And then you have the, the big explosion to start the movie off. It's a great start. It just like gets you right into it. I loved it. So, number one, Die Hard with a Vengeance came out in 1995, which is how many years did that come out after? So five years after Die Hard 2. Loved it. And apparently Samuel Jackson was asked to be in the movie because, I think, by Bruce Willis. Uh, and Samuel Jackson was a huge Die Hard fan, so it was like he was super stoked to be part of the cast for the new one, and in my opinion, the best. Uh, so one more time. This is my top five Die Hard movies ranked. Starting off with number five is A Good Day to Die Hard. Number four is Die Hard 2. Number three is Live Free or Die Hard. My number two is Die Hard. And my number one favorite Die Hard film is Die Hard with a Vengeance. Let me know what your favorite Die how you would rank the Die Hard movies. In the comments, hit me up on social media at Ray Taylor. I want to know. Uh, let me know. Maybe I, is there anybody out there that loves uh, a good day to die hard? Is there anybody that would put that at number one? I can't. I'm sure there is, but I they. I would. I would imagine somebody that put a good day to die hard would be young. It would have to be somebody young that maybe just hasn't seen them, or because they are old, they don't like them as much. Uh, but uh, I'm interested, so let me know what your list would be. Uh, and uh, that's it for my top five diehard films. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out. Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.